0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. Nathan, can I tell you um, a quick tale before we begin please, in earnest? Please, please tell me a tale. Spin me a yarn. I will spin you, I will give you some uh, narrative spaghetti. Mm. yum, yum, yum. And then I will weave that spaghetti into a beautiful sweater. Um, <laughs> Eminem wouldn't have had any problems if his sweater was made of mom's spaghetti. Think about that. Oh my god, the sweat... <laughs> Yeah. Spaghetti sweater, a spaghetti, No problems there. It's a super fine microfiber spaghetti variant
1: that you can use to weave with. (laughs) It's still vomit, though. He vomited back up the spaghetti. It's true. I guess that's more of problem. So you're just ruining a good spaghetti with a vomit spaghetti.
0: (laughs) It's less about the fact that there's spaghetti on the sweater. I haven't seen the movie 8 Mile. Is that... I know that that's a lyric in the song. Does that actually happen in 8 Mile as well? You
1: know, Cole, it was a long time ago mm-hmm. when I saw 8 Mile. Um, I just remember that he's he does the rap and the people like it. I'm just wondering if when
0: when he vomits in the film, mm-hmm. if it's... If it's spaghetti? If, yeah, the if, consistency is uh, believably spaghetti-like, is what I'm getting at here.
1: If you can see discrete noodles... Right, or if uh, I... <laughs> in the... In in whatever fake vomit they used,
0: he barfs up just whole noodles. It was clear mm-hmm. that he he bolted down that meal way too quickly before leaving the trailer park that is his home. Yeah.
1: Oh man, I you know what would be the worst noodle to have to vomit back up is what? an udon. Oh yeah, it's a thick noodle. Those that that's a thick noodle. Mm-hmm. I, that was real. There was real fun going down, but probably not so nice coming c- back out. Can you
0: imagine just two udon's coming right out your nose?
1: Oh. <laughs> Call Caldwell, I did. I did and that was the sound I made when I did. <laughs> it would be it turns out yes I can imagine that. <laughs> it turns out I can. Yeah. yeah.
0: Thank you for testing the
1: limits. Yep. Turns out <laughs> my although, imagination. My imagination did and it caused a very visceral strong reaction. <laughs>
0: I would it would be so painful, but I would laugh forever if I saw yeah. someone <laughs> just puke out two noodles through their nose like that.
1: Yeah, it would. Someone would need to be recording me, and then right. I could laugh. It would be worth it because then I would be able to laugh at the image of myself doing that forever. Yeah, a moment well, of pain, a lifetime of of giggles.
0: It's like when you drink milk and someone makes you laugh, and you're like, "Oh no, not while I'm drinking milk!" I get that all the time when I'm eating ramen because uh. I eat it very quickly, and I'm like, "Don't make me laugh! It's going to come right out my nose." Yeah. <laughs> and it's just it goes right back out.
1: I, uh, I I can never invite any of my clown friends to to have ramen <laughs> with me because it's a fear of mine that, that that'll just go right out your nose. Yeah, I can only I can only have them with me when I'm when I'm eating liquids, just pure <laughs> liquids. That's a good rule in general. No, you
0: you got to make sure that it's something thicker. A liquid would be bad to be to be well, slurping no, liquids in the presence of a clown.
1: Something's gonna come out my nose. When I'm with okay. the clown, I want it to it, it, it cause the least resistance because mm-hmm. I've tried it. I've tried it with a hamburger with you know you think the the, the friendly hamburger clown right, but no that's a, that's a very rough substance after it's been chewed and uh, you get some some inner nose chafing. What you want is yeah. a nice. What you want is a nice silky bisque. No, you don't want that ground round coming out your nostrils. Yeah, no ground round. Mm-mm.
0: No noodles. No sir. I understand now.
1: No veggies. You just want you just want a broth.
0: <laughs> this is already so much better than the dumb story I was going to tell you.
1: What's the dumb story? <laughs> no, you got to tell me the story. All right, it's not a <laughs>
0: dumb story. I just driving home today. I got I I witnessed an accident right in front of me. Oh Two no! Two people got in a big time car wreck. Oof! Um, everyone was fine. No one was you, injured. You did a little rubber necking. Well, I didn't have to. I was at a stoplight, and it was right I was like there. The f- I was the first person up at the, you know, at the line, mm-hmm. and the person got slammed. There, they got some. There was some uh, some bender kissing, mm. some bumper bumper touching, mm-hmm. and they just went right next to me, and they almost hit me. They almost tapped me Ooh. because of the the aftershock. Of course, but they slammed the brakes just in time. But it was just like the car Grim Reaper pointing its. Bony, uh, fingerless gloved
1: hand at yep. me, <laughs> the, wiping its its oil rag on its hands, <laughs> exactly, and then pointing at you and saying, "Hey, I'm You're a car next. grim reaper. Fuck you." <laughs> hey, vroom vroom, you idiot! You chose a bad state. <laughs> <laughs> the car grim reaper in your mind is a mechanic. It's okay. not. It's not just a car with a robe draped over it. Oh, that would be better, huh? It points a bony tire at you. My, I was picturing like
0: a... Um... <laughs> <laughs> what do you think car skeletons are, Nathan?
1: I'm imagining, you, you know, when you do a cross section of like a, 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 an animal. Yeah. It's, it's basically the outline of the animal. You got your mm-hmm. rib cage in there. You got your little... Uh, right. You know, a little a little circle of bones for the wheels. Spleens, uh, a big, yeah. big skull where the engine goes. Mm-hmm. Pelvic bone, sort of in the trunk area.
0: Yeah, it's just like a, a man doing nasty yoga, uh, but then you immolated him, and now all that's left is his bones, and there's some tires in place of where his arms are, and that's mm-hmm. what's following him around every day I drive in California.
1: Oh, yeah, it's just doing jazz hands. It's the mm-hmm. hubcaps. It's it's uh, it's <laughs> just a big, wide-open hands on either side, and then, yes, uh, yeah, the tire would be more like, it's like a pterodactyl's wing, or a bat's <laughs> wing, where, uh... Nathan, this is yeah. breaking
0: the rule of Grim Reapers, though. Mm-hmm. Because the car Grim Reaper... Would only be coming for other cars. Right. So I think what would actually be happening is that the Grim Reaper would be there driving a car Grim Reaper and mm-hmm. they would both point they would point at me and my car because we were both gonna get fucked up right. in the inevitable accident that we encounter because we live in just a Mad Max style highway fuck zone of a state.
1: Right. it's it's like how um, back in the old west, the Grim Reaper yeah. rode a, a bone horse, mm-hmm. and the bone horse would collect the souls of the dead horses. <laughs> yeah, while the while the Grim Reaper collected the souls of the dead uh, cowboys. It's
0: actually any time you die in like a a vehicle accident, the Grim mm-hmm. Reaper will appear driving or. Being driven by some sort of bone vehicle. Yes. Like if you got in a plane crash, it would be the Grim Reaper in like a fucking metal as hell share Zone style uh, <laughs> skeleton bone plane. <laughs> God, I love share Zone. <laughs> Who doesn't? It's
1: the best. It's the purest account on Twitter.com. They do it good. Um, <laughs> so wait, what's what's the end of the story? Just that you you witnessed a, an accident, or did did the drivers do some funny after?
0: They didn't do anything funny. They just looked uh, traumatized and I stood there. Who was at fault? Um I couldn't really tell because it happened very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh all I'm saying is that it was just a constant it was just another in a long string of reminders that if you live in California, you are going to get in a car accident. Yeah. It was just my daily reminder of that fact. Uh and I wanted to share it with you that one day I won't be able to do the podcast because I'll be dead. Yeah, or <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I tell that to everyone yeah. with a different caveat. It's like, hey, I won't be able to pay my bills because I'll be dead. Because I'll be dead, yeah. It's, um, mm-hmm. you know, one, one of these days. One of these days. Bang, zoom, straight to the grave. There it is. You want to start the show? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Woo! What
1: should we drop? drop?
0: What? What should we drop? Welcome to What Should We Draw, where we use the art of conversation... To make art about a conversation. I am your
1: recently reinvigorated, uh, fresh
0: and new host, Caldwell
1: Tanner. And I am the rest of that soup that you didn't finish. You put in the fridge, then you put it in the microwave, now I'm back hot and ready. You're not sure if you should eat it, because, like, maybe you got some of your germs from when you were mm-hmm. sick on it, but... Oh, yeah. It's good soup, you don't want to throw it to waste. Um, That's... Nathan Yaffe. That's that's me. That's my intro. That's my title, my moniker mm-hmm. for this episode. It's weird. You go to the Bureau mm-hmm. of, of Names and Such. <laughs> the Bureau of Names and Such, yeah. It's a
0: well-named bureau. Yeah. That's on your birth certificate, that whole phrase right there. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. I get it changed. I get my birth certificate changed every uh, time we record a podcast. Cole, we've had so many podcasts back-to-back. Yeah, it's thanks to our wonderful sponsors. Our wonderful sponsors that uh, that love us, and we love them. I hope you're enjoying it. But dang, they're giving us a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work,
0: but I will say, Nathan, yeah. uh, I've risen above it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like the phoenix, I died, uh, and then from the pile of ashes, uh, a really gross, wet, hot baby was born, mm-hmm. and then I grew up again, and it's me, I'm back. I'm back, I'm well again.
1: Caldwell, the gross, hot baby.
0: Mm-hmm. There it is. That's what I should have said up Tom.
1: <laughs> Save it for next time.
0: Yeah. The worst thing about being in a relationship and being sick mm-hmm. is that you can really just kind of chain combo attack being ill.
1: Right, yeah, because the, the disease mutates in the other mm-hmm. person, then it comes bounces right. right back to you. The antibodies yeah. aren't ready. That's
0: actually how um, in, in any zombie movie where they don't explain where the plague, the zombie plague comes from, it's that. <laughs> it's just
1: from a really sick couple. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they just keep, they keep cuddling and having real, uh, yeah real, real phlegmy smooches until it's finally like... the, the the cold virus mutates so much. <laughs> <laughs> that it turns them into zombies. It's not even
0: that cool. What happens is they'll be like driving to work in the morning, and mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to take two cups of coffee in the to-go cup. <laughs> so they'll just share one. <laughs>
1: Sharing the and then they'll gross, be like, shit, gross snot cup. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Wait. Shit. I'm a little sick. Ah, it's probably fine. And then the one person in the relationship will get better, and then the other person will get sick. And they're like, "Oh no! Did I get you sick?" And it's like, "Oh, it's probably from that coffee cup, huh?" Mm-hmm. And then they they will get really sick, and the other person's fine. They'll keep sharing that gross cup, though, for sure. They'll keep sharing that gross cup. And and yeah, it just it just uh, rebounds. It just ricochets until yep you get uh, you get shamblers. You get walkers. You get walkers. walkers (laughs) That's where they come from.
1: Sweetie, you don't look so good. Brains. (laughs) You know, I could go for some brains, too. Would that make you feel better? (laughs) Oh, you know
0: what? Damn it. Ah, I ate some of your brains. Shit. I keep doing this. (laughs) I (laughs) I ordered us two sets of brains so that we wouldn't overlap and we could finally get off this train. I'm going to have to take some Airborne. (laughs) Maybe that'll help. that'll help. Some emergency. There you go, um, Nathan. Yes, I want to. I want to get us started here. Um, yeah. I have a, a revolutionary new strategy. I came to the show already <laughs> with a drawing idea. Oh, okay. Were you laughing because I did a, a semen joke?
1: Yeah, because you you paused after you said I came, and mm-hmm. uh, it was a, it made me it gave me a giggle.
0: <laughs> you came with laughter.
1: Yes, yeah, call. The the <laughs> it's because it's mm-hmm. a natural thing that uh, that everybody does, but it's funny yes. to think about.
0: Uh, well, Nathan, you're you're in luck because I've semen prepared for this episode there with lots is. of fun jokes and quips. Uh, no, I, I had a new idea for this episode. I actually came with a, a drawing idea ready to go. Wow. Um oh, that'll save us some time. That, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And I I didn't want us to have any awkward pauses. You know, I just want to, like, keep the flow going here. And I yeah. wanted to, like, get us a nice starting off point, a nice bedrock. Um, and this is actually based on my experiences being ill. And I thought it could be fun. I had an idea for a comic. I want to just run this past you. Let me know what you think. Lay it on me. Uh, and it starts, and it's, like, a an alien society mm-hmm. of, like, green blob men. Sure. And there's like a king and then one of the uh, a lesser, like a soldier or a general or an advisor goes up to him and says, my lord, after thousands of years, it's finally happened. The portal has opened. And the king's like, are you sure? He's like, yes, my lord. We do not know how long it will remain open, but for now, the way home is lit. It's like, And then you see the king go, ah, oh, finally, after years, we can return to our native land. Uh, and you see them, like, headed towards this big uh, light in the distance. And they're like, onward, finally, we may return home. And then you see all of these green aliens, like, pouring through this portal. Uh, and then you cut out to just, like, a normal guy. And he's blowing his nose. And he's like, oh, where does this keep coming from?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, ju- so just a sort of a um, an epic reboot of a Mucinex commercial. <laughs>
0: I don't think that there's anything wrong with killing two birds with one stone, Nathan. <laughs> I love it. I know that we've got T.J. Miller booked for an upcoming episode.
1: Oh, yeah. He's got it.
0: I should have sa- saved this this bit. I should have saved this idea for when he was on the show. But, yeah, I think that not only is it a funny comic idea, it's a great idea for a Musinex commercial. So, like... <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have we'll have a proof of concept ready to go.
1: <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah, it's like it's been a while. You know, we we don't like portraying the um, the the mucus as just sort of a, a working class family. Mm-hmm. We'd rather portray them as a as a great alien civilization. It's <laughs> sort of a you know, it's it's a little bit more. It's a little bit it's more real... sensitive to the the issues of the day. It's uh-huh. a, a little bit more of a flight of fancy and uh, it's not it's not punching down so much. Yeah, we really want to play the refugee angle. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, there it uh-huh. is. Yeah, make make sure that there there's just a sort of non-distinct accent <laughs> that all of the uh that all of the little green blob men uh, and women have. Yeah,
0: it's uh British but foreign is how we would describe it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like uh like how they do Romans in old movies.
0: <laughs> there you go, exactly. Uh, like, you know, some green blob men that you might see aboard Alpha, uh the city of a thousand planets. Just to bring just to bring <laughs> Valyrian back.
1: Just to remind people that uh it's been a week and yes we are still thinking about Valyrian and uh-huh. I, I I'm don't not breaking think, the streak. I don't think I'm ever gonna stop thinking about mm. that movie. No. You know, everybody's talking about the emoji movie how it's got like a, a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, that's Fuck fine. That noise. That's, that's a
0: distraction. That's fake news.
1: Yeah, we we already talked about the emoji movie way back mm-hmm. when when I thought you were joking. I didn't even think that was a real thing. Um hey, We
0: we jumped the gun.
1: Yeah. But no, we'll we'll keep reminding you that Valerian is a real movie that exists. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> as this podcast continues.
0: So anyway, yeah, I do think that this this comic, not only is it a Mucinex tie-in, it's also uh, a Valyrian um, <laughs> fanfiction. Yes. It's my self-insert that's, OC Valyrian fan fiction comic. It's uh,
1: it's the only way Valyrian gets a sequel. <laughs> is they get they got to get some strong brand tie-ins. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna raise all the like Luc Besson personally raised all that money and dealt with a lot of third-party Chinese companies, and that's what I'm gonna do for this comic.
1: So in that case, you need to make sure that like it, it's this very sort of serious, solemn. Exodus, but there needs to be oh, yeah. there needs to be a, a female character who's bad at driving and wants to go shopping. <laughs> that that will be uh that'll be a, a key selling point for Luke Basson.
0: Yeah, and a man who touches women just a little too much. Yeah.
1: That's good. That sounds good.
0: <laughs> well, that's my idea, but I don't want to hog the wheel. No. We've actually got something very exciting
1: to share. Yeah, this is this is cool because we don't have a guest on this episode, but it's it's kinda like we do. We kinda do. It's a little bit it's like we kind of do. This isn't the first time someone has sent us multiple suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done repeats, repeat suggestors. We we oftentimes will try and, um, if someone sends us a bunch of good suggestions, we'll, we'll space them out over a few episodes. Or sometimes someone will do like a scattershot approach and just send us whatever was on their mind and right. in, in a flurry and maybe one of them will be good. But holy smokes... We got three bangers. We got three bing-bong bangers
0: coming down the pipeline, and they are all from our friend Kate S.
1: Kate, thank you so much. Um, You're the architect of this episode. Um, You're this week's. We never came up with
0: a cool name for when people do a good job submitting emails. But uh, you are this week's champion. Yeah. I'll say that much.
1: Yeah. We, it doesn't need to be clever. You're the champion.
0: Yeah. You're uh, Caldwell's carbon crony. That's a thing I said last uh, yeah, week. That is something I remembered said. I said it. Yeah.
1: There we go. And you're Nathan's nice noodle. <laughs> I'm glad I waited for it. <laughs>
0: There was a moment where I was like, should I just start reading the email or should I let him get <laughs> you, to it? And I'm glad I waited. I appreciate waited. it. Uh, <laughs> are you going to read the email? Yeah, I'm going to read this first one here. Um, the title is, Now, Only for the Small Price of Your Soul. All caps. All caps. Thank you. And Kate S. says, Hey, Draw Boys. Is your podcast amazing? Have you introduced a segment or two but rarely do them? Is Nathan charming? For parentheses. Of course he is. Oh, Kate. Yeah. Um, no reciprocation. For me, but that's fine. Uh, so let me keep going. Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, do I have a product for you? It's a new segment called Luck of the Draw, where everyone currently on the show says the first word that comes to mind on the count of three. Then make a story or drawing idea based on those words. Have fun, Kate S.
1: Yep. This is a solid a suggestion. It's a solid suggestion. You guys will come to see as the episode mm-hmm. Each each suggestion is its own... It, it, it checks a different box of things we like to do on this show. So this first yeah. one is a segment suggestion and uh, Yeah, it's a good one.
0: Let me just set people up. We've got a string of three wonderful Kate S emails mm-hmm. This is the the triple Kate combo uh, So just strap in and get ready, but this is luck of the draw. Welcome to the new segment.
1: Yes Welcome to the new segment Nathan also Dang, I, I just noticed Kate has a has a real badass picture in her email Oh, yeah. It looks
0: like maybe a and d character, something from a and d book. Yep. Or maybe a vampire, their last masquerade, uh, something of it's that. A, you
1: know, it's a, a hooded a hooded woman with a, with a cool sword. Maybe that's just maybe Kate. Maybe that's just Kate. Kate, if that's you, thanks <laughs> for taking a break from slaying demons to <laughs> send us three sweet emails. <laughs>
0: thanks for... Yeah, I know that you spent all week marauding, yeah. <laughs> but thank you for, for chilling for one moment to send us some... Sick emails with great topics.
1: Thanks for protecting our realm from the rifts in the in the nether fabric, <laughs> from the creatures, the night creatures that pour in from the insanity dimension. I have to imagine that if you're an
0: adventurer, you do have a lot of time for podcasts, though. If Lord of the Rings is any indication, you're doing a lot of running. <laughs> oh my
1: god! I just in the next uh, X Men movie, if they do another one of those uh, Quicksilver <laughs> sequences, he puts in the the headphones and instead of. Instead of playing just... an iconic song, it's just you're listening to <laughs> This American Life. <laughs> just throws on some Garrison yeah, Keillor. Uh, What's up? What the fuck, Knicks? What the fuck, buddies? <laughs> There's a. F- they do the ads. It's crazy. Just Mark Maron talking about his cats. Are all? Are, does he still have cats? Do they all die yet? Or <laughs> I don't think so. Them. <laughs> I I feel like I would have seen yeah. a headline about that. That would have made that would have made. Headline. I was trying to make a, a feline headline joke in my mind. It didn't get there. This segment, we're gonna do a segment. It's called. We're gonna count to three. It's luck of the draw. We're gonna say a word. Yeah. My worry, Caldwell, is um. Yes. The first thing I'm gonna think of when I count to three is is four. Yes.
0: That's not bad. That's okay. allowed.
1: That might happen. All right. I yeah. We'll, we'll see.
0: Anything goes. But do you want to count down for us? Count. We're counting up. Yes. Do you want to count it up? Yeah. yeah here it comes. All right. Cool.
1: One, two, three. Octopus. Hypothalamus. Okay. Octopus. Hypothalamus. Both us words. Yeah. How about that? So the hypothalamus is a... It's a gland. It's a gland.
0: I was going to say hippopotamus, but then it pivoted. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of bummed I did because uh, hippo-octopus would have been really fun. Yeah,
1: it's just two fun animals.
0: Yeah, it's a region of the forebrain below the thalamus that coordinates both the autonomic nervous system and the activity of the pituitary. So body temperature, thirst, hunger, and other uh, homeostatic systems. Of it's involved in sleep and emotional activity it's a it's a busy gland
1: it's a busy gland do octopuses mm-hmm. have a hypothalamus I know they're smart let's check it out but I don't know what their their brain is
0: um it's hard to tell from just a headline I guess I could keep looking but um okay hold on
1: no we don't we don't need to uh all if right, it's not if this. it's not readily available information let's guess that's the slogan of the show
0: well anyway all right, these are our two phrases <clears throat> yeah. hypothalamus and octopus yeah.
1: I mean, I'm thinking about octobrains right off the bat yeah, for sure. A thinking man's creature. We sort of touched on this last episode that octopuses are uh Yeah. They're smart creatures. They're the thinking man's squid. Yeah. <laughs> Octopus, the thinking man's squid. <laughs>
0: I've been, I've been playing a lot of Splatoon, mm. which is the video game where you're both a squid and a kid. Yes. And oct- octopi are the villain in that game. Oh, sure. And I think it's probably a jealousy issue, because squids are, are barbaric creatures, and octopi are, are peace-loving and simple.
1: Yeah. An octopus, they, they just want to change shapes on the ocean floor. Yeah, I love, I love and hate seeing one of those videos mm-hmm.
0: where an octopi gets loose and all of a sudden becomes a table.
1: How many household pieces of furniture do you think are secretly octopuses at a given time? That's such
0: a good question because
1: they have such. A... I know the plural of octopus is octopi, but I prefer mm-hmm. saying octopuses because I think it's, I... it sounds funner to say.
0: Yeah, I think at any given time, at least one lamp. Yeah. always an octopus.
1: Yeah there. I've got oh, man. I've got so many mm-hmm. new lamps in my apartment now I'm just waiting for one of them to just reach out and give me a little squishy handshake
0: <laughs> You just never know if it's accidentally gonna be an octopi.
1: Yeah, I'm just so glad that they don't live on land <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't be ready to just like have to deal with one of those just crossing my path <laughs> just a person walking out walking their octopus <laughs> oh that'd be fun. They they can move fast on land, is the thing. They just they just would dry up. Here's the fucking thing. What's the fucking thing?
0: Y- they would you would know they were walking an octopus, because that octopus would mimic a dog. Oh my god! It would become dog. It would become dog for that moment. Dogtopus Mm-hmm. It could be anything it wants. It could be dog. It could be dog. I mean, there's an entire video game called Octodad about an, an
1: octopus blending into human society. That's a fun game. And I
0: don't think they even use camouflage techniques in that
1: video game. No, he he's very clearly an octopus. And everybody, mm-hmm. with the exception of the, of the chef who's trying to eat you, right. seems perfectly fine with the fact that you're clearly an octopus.
0: That's my favorite thing in all media, mm-hmm. is when a chef has a rivalry with some sort of sea creature yeah. or animal.
1: Yeah, I was first introduced to that in The Little Mermaid. I think that's the primary yeah, example. Yeah, but th- it's definitely been replicated time and again, and uh, I I love it. I love the idea that like <laughs> this chef really likes making tasty food uh, mm-hmm. because it involves killing a creature.
0: Or just a wronged chef is a is a more I like the trope of the wronged chef yeah you see it in ratatouille as well there's a chef that sucks yeah and everyone knows that the chef sucks and he wants to like catch a rat he wants to point out that Linguini, which is the guy's actual name has a rat
1: under his hat the chef the chef who is designed to look uh evil Mm -hmm. (laughs) he looks tired and has a bad mustache oh the bad chef Mm-hmm. I, that's what, whenever I go to a restaurant, I'm like, can I get my food prepared by the evil chef? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, whenever I go
0: to a restaurant, I ask, uh, number one, does the chef have a personal hatred of, of crustaceans <laughs> and mollusks?
1: Yeah. <laughs> is, is the evil chef working today? If so, let me just order <laughs> the most fresh shellfish possible.
0: <laughs> Actually, you know, you, I, I scroll down, I, I put my finger on there and I see like, Lobster, crab,
1: uh, surf and turf. Oh, very smart
0: shellfish that's trying to es- escape from the yeah. evil chef. Yes, I would like oh, that. Oh, a-
1: Adorable but crafty cuttlefish. Yes, I would like that, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in a and I'm in a hurry.
0: Several snail brothers who do not want to be escargot. Yes, I will have that. Please. And I
1: and I'm writing a review of this restaurant on Yelp, so. <laughs>
0: No, that's the thing I, I don't want to write, write a review I want to go there And that's it's dinner and a show for me I want to see the, the crafty snails Right, well
1: they, they don't have to know That I'm not actually writing the review I'm just trying to up the stakes mm-hmm. for the chef Sure, uh, but I want a direct video feed Of
0: the hijinks <laughs> and the pranks That these animals are playing <laughs> upon this chef Who's just trying to do
1: his fucking job Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it gets so hot in the kitchen <laughs> Waiter, I'll have your craftiest duck, please. <laughs> and um are the is the, is the duck alive? I have, I have a few sorry, I'm looking at the menu. Uh, I have a few questions about the duck. Um is it alive and does it have a catchphrase?
0: <laughs> Will it attempt <laughs> to embroil the chef in a series of back and forth hijinks. Ultimately ending with the chef burning his bottom in a yeah. boiling pan of water.
1: <laughs> yes, I will I will accept either the duck or somehow uh the chef comedically trust on a platter <laughs> looking disheveled and the duck goes free.
0: With those weird turkey socks on his feet and an apple in his mouth.
1: <laughs> I don't know how the duck managed to to get that to happen, but I, I will accept either forms of the meal
0: it's I love that when you go to the restaurant because it's like you don't know if you're gonna get food or if you're just gonna get a good show
1: <laughs> yeah um yeah I want then... I want the <coughs> I just want to see steam billowing out of the kitchen and then all of a sudden just just a, a, a bunch of feathers and uh and, a, and an... a strangely
0: humanoid duck coming forward with a giant yeah. platter <laughs> a giant <shaving> dish. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, you, you better believe that I will have tucked my napkin in, into my collar. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'll, I'll play along. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna be mm-hmm. doing that thing that no one does, where you just rub the knife and fork together and lick your lips. <laughs> This is like the Looney Tunes equivalent of ordering the fajitas at a yeah, restaurant the, and they come is the out on this the next level of fajitas. Fajitas are fun. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, that's when you want a little bit of a production with your meal. It comes out, it's making noise. It's, everybody's turning, uh, turning their heads and being like, ooh, someone got fajitas. I want the comedy of errors, please. Right. And then you
0: you see uh, this octopus wearing a chef's hat walking out with the chef trussed up on a plate and then it puts it, it slams it down in front of you and you're like, I guess it's better than nothing. <laughs> and then the table next to you, someone's like, Ooh, I should have gotten that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty fun like idea. <laughs> do you want to rattle off one more Kate email before we uh before we take a pause yeah. for ads?
1: Um let's do let's do this picture one. Okay, great. Um again, like um, like I said, Kate checked all the boxes. Uh, she sent us a segment. This is a picture she sent Uh, The email is titled, Market Did a Wrong. Yes. Kate writes, here's something I saw in a Target. Any other bad sign stories? And there are, you know, bad signs are something that are rather common on the internet. Mm -hmm. Um, Kate, I'm going to give Kate the benefit of the doubt because all of these emails are so good, so thoughtful. I want to believe she actually took this picture.
0: Yeah, bad signs are a a dime a Duncan, which is what uh, the sign I saw said. And it was supposed to say dozen, but it didn't. It was incorrect. Uh, And I thought that was funny.
1: Um, But um, Kate's sign. Let me describe this sign for you. So this is a target. So in the background, what I can see is sort of a a row of handbags, it looks like. And then in the foreground, we we see the sign 0.29 no dollars or cents just 0.29 banana apostrophe s by the each this is this picture is a real journey it's great bananas by the each bananas possessive by the each
0: bananas no bananas
1: pictured no bananas pictured in this it's it's handbags with so i I don't know what this target's doing putting the bananas right next to the handbags you're just you're just asking for someone to pocket some bananas. yeah,
0: nary a nanner in sight
1: here in this picture. My favorite part
0: is that the apostrophe has been scratched out with a pencil.
1: <laughs> it, it has you're right. I thought that was just dirt on my screen, but no that's, that's no nope. someone someone like, oh that that part's wrong. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> no, every... <laughs> Bananas. Someone saw the signs like, wait a minute. That apostrophe shouldn't be there. <laughs> Fixed it. <laughs> you bad uh, It's just carrot. No, it
0: just... <laughs> I don't know if Kate's taking us for a ride, and this is just a popular internet picture we hadn't seen, but I don't care,
1: because it's bringing me joy. It's bringing me joy, too. I haven't seen this picture before. I like to think I spend Mm -mm. a fair amount of time on the internet. I don't think that Kate, uh, the
0: classic Caldwell champion, uh, would lead us astray in such a way. I don't think it would happen.
1: Kate would be a big enough person to say, I found this funny picture on the internet. I thought you'd like it. <laughs> but Kate, you should you should watermark this because it is going to be on the front page of mm-hmm. Inger uh, tomorrow. So,
0: so if you get if if they're twenty nine cents bananas by the well, each, is how much how much is it for one <laughs> scramble of bananas for one big grab <laughs>
1: Well, it's not... I just want to it, further is delineate. Is it 29 cents? It's point two nine bananas by the each.
0: <laughs> I imagine that's... Oh, are you saying that you get, like, roughly a third there's of no, a banana? There's
1: no unit of measurement next to the point two nine. The closest thing to the point two nine is bananas. You get point two nine of a banana by the each.
0: <laughs> it just sounds like somebody tried to make up old-timey British slang.
1: <laughs> it's like... <laughs> You want them by the bunch, by the bushel, or by the each? It just it
0: sounds like something that a child is yelling in the background of a Dickensian yeah. novel. Bananas, Bananas by, by the, the each, each, 0.29 father! Two shillings, 0.29 pounds <laughs> sterling. <laughs> Fifty shillings per a bongle <laughs> Yeah, I don't like <laughs> Two scrumps a turnip. What does it mean? <laughs> It's. I
1: just.
0: You yeah. know what's fucked up? No. What's in fuck, addition? What's fucked up? Now I'm just thinking about British currency and how it took them like four thousand years to decide that they should, you know, do mm-hmm. it right. Do you understand how British currency worked before, like the, it was uh, put on like a metric system?
1: Um. No. I. I have not. I've not researched this. Caldwell, enlighten me. I looked
0: it up, Nathan. I googled old timey British money system Good. and it worked. Yeah. It worked. So, the internet fate wants me to know this fact. Yeah. I'm going to read it out for you right now. Please do. All right. So, uh, the shilling was subdivided into 12 pennies. <laughs> the penny was further subdivided into two half pennies or four farthings. Two farthings equals one half penny. Two half pence equals one penny. Oh, strap in. It's about to get wild. Three pence equals one threepence. Yep. Yeah. Sixpence equals one sixpence. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, otherwise known as a tanner. Oh, well, there it's twelve pence. It's you. It's me. It's the I was. I am sixpence roughly. I'm sixpence all the better. Mm-hmm. Twelve pence is one shilling mm-hmm. or a bob. Two <laughs> shillings is one flooring or a two bob bit. Two <laughs> shillings is sixpence or a half crown, and five <laughs> shillings equals one crown. It's nonsense. <laughs> it's so
1: good. It's so good. I love it.
0: Hey, guess what? This was until 1971. <laughs> until 1971, you had to have a goddamn map. Yeah, just you so had you could to have buy a
1: coffee. fucking conversion table. Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> you had to have one of those old-timey scales. Yeah, with like just, lead Yeah, weight. you just had to
1: weigh the actual coins. Like, fuck, I don't mm-hmm. know what this is. I think my my problem is that our
0: money is boring now. And I mm, wish yeah. that maybe we could just could we could we create some like arbitrary divisions for our money for like the American dollar. Okay, so
1: yeah, we've got the dollar. Uh, a, yeah, a, a twelfth of a dollar is um, <laughs> a is a dollar is a dollar,
0: uh-huh. and
1: then half a dollar mm-hmm. is oh, that's
0: that's of course uh, a Williams
1: dilemma. That's a Williams dilemma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a third of that is a Williams Sonoma. <laughs> <laughs> Three quarters is a dunk. Three quarters is a dunk. Um, mm-hmm. Seventeen quarters is a slam dunk.
0: Absolutely. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and if you got a hundred quarters, that, that's a grand
1: slam, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> Two hundred twenty-two quarters is a NASCAR. <laughs>
0: Uh, 4,000 pennies is a Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. double (laughs) McCheese.
1: And then we do have threepence, but that's actually four pennies. Thank you, yes.
0: So that's the new American money system. Uh, we decided money was too easy. We're making it harder. (laughs) 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 Oh, you're still... You're still using normal money. I'm on money
1: pro. Yeah, uh, money's too easy. I've been we've been doing money on easy mode. You should be able to opt into hard modes of things just for like. Um, and how will you be paying? Uh, cash, credit, or hard mode?
0: <laughs> hard money. <laughs> money plus.
1: <laughs> I, Hold I on, have, let me get. Out. <laughs> I have all my funds saying. tied up in uh, a. <laughs> in hard money
0: futures. I guess you could argue that this is what Bitcoin is, but if imagine Bitcoin if it was even dumber, I guess yeah. is the argument I'm making here.
1: Oh yeah. If bit if Bitcoin was dumber and like gave up the pretense of being based right. on anything. I'm thinking smart.
0: that it's like, you know when you buy uh, a set of like Dungeons and Dragons dice? Yes. It's like that but money.
1: Okay. So you've got I've got mm-hmm. one square nickel <laughs> exactly or a
0: squickle. I've got my tetrahedron, which is of course uh six dollars. And then my twenty sided die, which uh <laughs> the <laughs> you have a separate chart which has market factors listed on it. It's updated every day. And then you roll and that is a random mm-hmm. decider which correlates to current stock prices for pig. Pig futures, yeah.
1: Just pig. Uh swine futures. You do have to roll every time you pay for something to see if you get a fair price.
0: And to do taxes, uh, you don't have to do taxes anymore with this system. That's the best thing. No. You do taxes once when you die. That is like the trade-off for uh, Money Plus, is that you only have to do taxes once, Mm -hmm. but you die when you do them.
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh. I see. It's mm-hmm. it's not you do taxes when you die. It's you do taxes then you die.
0: Yes. Exactly. You're not allowed to die until you do your taxes. It's a it's a Nen
1: contract. Mm-hmm. And most people will try to cheat it to gain immortality. <laughs> right. Um. But eventually, you see everyone else doing taxes, and you're like, "Dang, that's, uh-huh. that looks like kind of I. You know, it doesn't look like fun. But I want something to talk about around the water cooler with all my buds. Then you forget. You never make it to the water cooler. Because you're dead.
0: Yeah, your offspring will be cursed forever if you don't do them. If you try to play it that way. Oh, sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. Money sure. plus, it's the only money that the devil uses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> after, after $100 bills, it's just gold fiddles. <laughs> <laughs> and, and three gold fiddles is a fiddle faddle. Yes.
0: Uh, which we all
1: learn in school. Yes, a fiddle faddle, uh, which mm-hmm. is just a, a pair of pants made of melted down gold fiddles. It precisely.
0: Well, Nathan, the rune on my arm is blinking, which means that uh, I need to make a deposit from uh, the underbank, which is where I store my money plus.
1: We we should probably get some money to, yeah. to put in there from our sponsors.
0: Yes, we're going to uh, have a word from our sponsors. We're going to make some of that sweet, sweet, boring money and hopefully turn it into some money plus. Uh, we'll talk to you in just a second. Thanks for listening.
1: I wonder if we could get them to pay us in in hard money.
0: Uh, I don't know. It involves a lot of blood. Mm.
1: We'll see, though. Yeah.
0: Hey, friends. Hi. Hope you're enjoying the show. I uh, hope you're enjoying the plethora of shows you've been enjoying. That is all thanks to our wonderful sponsors. We've been able to put out some bonus shows uh, yeah. as a result of their fine patronage. Uh, we have two such sponsors for you this week, the first of which is Squarespace. Hey! Squarespace, the site's so nice, they named it once, but also within it, there are a million names for you to choose from. There it is. Squarespace makes What Should We Draw possible. Yes. I don't know about you, but when I'm on the line.
1: Yeah. Love to be online. Love to be. God, we spend so much time online. Mm hmm. We've seen all sorts of websites. I, when I'm taking a little stroll through the digital sphere, mm-hmm. the digital
0: grid, yeah. when I'm riding my uh, Tron bike through the digital grid, just yes. checking out the sites, Yes, yes. I'm always like, where the fuck all these websites come from?
1: <laughs> you, d- I get, I get woken up at, at all hours of the night, <laughs> texts from Caldwell saying, yeah. dang, where, Nathan, where'd all these websites what come
0: from? The fuck? From? Hey. <laughs> Hey, Nathan?
1: Yeah. I just I just
0: text Nathan LexisNexis.org. <laughs> Where, Where the, the fuck is this?
1: From? Who even made that? Hamster dance? Jesus Christ, who's doing this? Um, well, guys, Squarespace has unraveled the mystery of making websites. Yeah. It, it's summer. It's the perfect time to create your own beautiful website. Mm-hmm. If you had the choice
0: of go outside and sweat your little tush off or stay inside and create a wonderful new website for me to discover uh, and just yeah, chew through. I'm, I'm
1: making not, not sweating.com I'm going to look that one up. This mm-hmm. is my favorite thing about Squarespace is you can just you can just muse. You yeah. Just go there and muse on potential websites, and they'll tell you which domains are available. They make it so easy to buy domains.
0: Yeah, and a lot of podcasts, I feel like they'll play that game where they they come up with a website idea, and then they instantly snag it. That's not our style. Google we like not
1: not sweating.com is available. That's so good, and that's here's the thing.
0: We we could take that. We could snag that. We could buy that domain right now. We're not gonna. No,
1: that's for you. First come, first serve. That's for you guys. That is a gift. That's available that's gift. at the time of recording this episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Is available. Not sweating. What about um, sweat it?
1: How how about uh, don't do sweat it. Don't do sweat it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna guess. I, I was, yeah, that, yeah that one that one was available. Caldwell, would, that's a good yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, I was gonna say do sweat it. it was like the website I was suggesting, but I like don't do sweat it. Yeah. Oh, do sweat it. Let's mm-hmm. see.
1: Do sweat it is
0: also available. Mm-hmm. What about sweat display? It's like threat display. It's a pun off okay. of that.
1: Sweat display is available. Hell yeah. Three. There there is a a, a void in the internet for sweat based website mm-hmm. names and you guys can take them take them for the summer take them while they're hot and steamy we have
0: to read more ad copy but I, w- I want one more we i need you to hit me one more time
1: okay do you say what it is i'll type it in but i won't say whether or not it's available until oh, after that's very we, good. we get through more ad copy that'll be the reward for listening my sweaty friends <laughs> All right, Colin, will continue Swear Space, continue reading. you can create a beautiful
0: <laughs> yeah. website to showcase your work, blog or publish content, sell products and services, uh, promote your physical or online business. Say you've got a business where you take pictures of your sweaty friends. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe they're glossy photos you can buy or you can... Uh, Go on dates with your sweaty friends or maybe battle them in some sort of online arena. It's up to you. Oh, yeah. But you're going to go to mysweatyfriends.com and you can do all those things. Uh, Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. You might be thinking, well, there's no way that this website could do all that. It fucking can because Squarespace gives you the ability to make beautiful templates created by world-class designers. They've got e-commerce functionality. They have free and secure hosting. Nothing to patch or upgrade ever. And 24-7 award-winning customer support. You know who's sweating? Fucking GoDaddy and Blue Gator and all those other imposters trying to sell me some garbage sites.
1: Yeah, all those guys. Have you ever tried to call customer support? For GoDaddy? Yeah, I don't know. No, I can't. I don't know what their customer... I don't know if they're winning awards for customer support. No, because every
0: time you try and call them, it's Danica Patrick takes every phone call, and she's always racing her damn car. She doesn't have time for it. Uh, Squarespace (laughs) has dedicated themselves (laughs) to making sure that they are always available for you. So please check them out. You can use it for anything. Say you're Janica Patrick and you're ready to make your next move and uh, jump ship from GoDaddy. You can do that. Squarespace is perfect for any pursuit. Whether you are um, an architect, uh, you, you have an art gallery, you're a fine artist, you're a lawyer, you have a spa... This is. They've got a long list of occupations, and I'm reading from yeah, Calwell, them. what if
1: what if I'm a gamer? What if I like to play a game? Oh, don't
0: even sweat it, .com. You do not need to worry if you are a gamer. They have got you set up. They have a full suite of services f- that will meet your gaming needs.
1: Hey, Cole, you know what my favorite game is? What's your favorite game? sweatyfriends.com Available? Available! Hell yes. Get it. Get it. I'm giving this to you. Get it. Make make the game. Make the game for your sweaty friends mm-hmm. and then play It'll it. will be the new dream daddy.
0: <laughs> you can check out Squarespace at squarespace.com. You can register a domain name and start your free website or online store trial right now. And when you're ready to launch, when you've got everything set up and ready to go, just use the offer mm-hmm. code WEDRAW and you're going to save 10% on your purchase. Wow.
1: 10%. That's nothing, nothing to sweat at. Thank you. Thank you, Nathan. You are my sweaty friend, and I'm glad... You're my sweaty friend, and just as a bonus, mysweatydad.com is also available.
0: <laughs> Get it! <laughs> Nathan, I love sweating in a room with you as we record this podcast. You know what I hate? What? Sweating in bed. No. Getting them night sweats. That. Hate it. Mm-mm. You know Mm-mm. who helps me prevent that? Were there sweet, cool sheets? Who? Brooklinen.
1: Oh, Brooklinen. They're so cool. Brooklyn's so cool. I live in Brooklyn. It's a cool place. And if I could, you know, if, if there was a sheet version of Brooklyn that I could wrap myself in, I would. Oh wait, there is, and I do. It's Brooklyn, and they're they're the softest, picture, comfiest, sweet sheets.
0: Picture a real cool sheet that doesn't mm-hmm. have any of the bad parts of Brooklyn in it, like chicken bones lying everywhere on the ground and none rats of those. They took out all
1: the chicken bones
0: and fire and trash fires in a subway.
1: Picture a good version. There were of Brooklyn. so many of those in my old mm-hmm. sheets. That Brooklyn and got rid of them. They sent me these sheets. They—that's the other thing—is I don't know about you. I don't like going to a store to buy sheets. I don't know what I'm doing there. The un- Brooklyn and you just go to their website. All their sheets are guaranteed to be super soft and comfy. You just pick the ones that look the way you like them. I got some polka dots.
0: We—we we both got the polka dots. I got like a nice pinstripe on my comforter. Mm-hmm. It looks very classy. I've never been to a store and I never will.
1: Yeah. I don't don't do it. Don't waste your time. Mm-hmm. You're already on the internet. You're already going to all your good sites. Here's another good one, Brooklinen. It was founded in April 2014 by husband and wife team Vicky and Rich Fullop mm-hmm. on the philosophy that people deserve simple, beautiful home essentials without the luxury price. And that, that's what they do. They cut the unnecessary markups, manufacturing waste. You're gonna get you're gonna get such good seats for for an affordable price. Yeah, it's luxury bedding. But
0: it's underpriced. You got to try them. Please try the sheets.
1: Yeah, you got to try them. And guys, it's the fastest growing betting network in the world. Betting network. It's the fastest growing betting brand in the world. (laughs) The betting network, the sequel to the social network. Picture a social
0: network. This is disruption at its finest. It's a social network between you and whoever is in bed with you at that moment.
1: You're going to be able to interface directly and comfortably (laughs) with whoever's in bed with you. (laughs) With your Brooklyn and Sheets. (laughs) Um,
0: Snuggles, intercourse, whatever you want to do in there. (laughs) (laughs) Forts.
1: Forts? Oh, my God. I haven't even tried to make a fort with these sheets, but I bet it'd be comfy. Well, they got a fucking good thread count because Vicky and Rich
0: based them on their experiences uh, sleeping in hotels, and they got that hotel quality. They got that hotel quality thread count.
1: Yeah, I don't know... You know, I'd never been able to put my finger on what makes hotel sheets feel so comfy, mm-hmm. but now I don't have to, because I got and sheets. Cole, I love my Brooklinen sheets. I love them, too. Try these sheets, and I know you'll love them, too. Brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer just for What Should We Draw listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use the promo code WEDRAW at Brooklinen.com. In fact, Brooklinen is so confident that you'll love your new sheets, that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all their sheets and comforters. There's no reason not to give these sheets a try. You get 60 nights to see if you're comfy in these sheets. 60 small deaths. They're so confident. Mm -hmm. They're so confident, and they have good reason to be. I'm not confident that I could do anything for 60 nights. Think about it. Think about it. I, I can't see that far into the future. Brooklinen says... Sixty days using our sheets, Mm-mm. they're not gonna want to send them back. But if they do, fine. It's guaranteed. Fine. you you're you're the princess and the pea and, and you can't you can't enjoy the nice comfy sheets because someone done gunked up your mattress with a bunch of peas. But everyone else, you're gonna love these sheets. The only way to get twenty dollars off and free shipping is to use the promo code we draw at brooklinen.com. That's B R O O K L I N E N dot com. Promo code WeDraw. Brooklinen. These are the best sheets ever. Ever. They're the best sheets ever. We did it, Nathan. We did the ads. We did the ads. I'm going to go to sleep in my Brooklyn
0: sheets. Okay. I'm going to go to sleep on mybed.com. My sweatybed.com. <laughs> my sweatybed.com. Sweaty it's mine. <laughs> I want that one. You can You can have all the other ones, but I want that one.
1: Yeah, take all the other sweaty sites. Thank you. Um, Thank you.
0: Let's get back to the show.
1: Thanks, sponsors. Thank you,
0: Nathan. We've been going for a while. I want to get right back into it. Yeah, we got one last great Kate email. It's it's Caldwell and Nate plus Kate, the hit new show, (laughs) and also the name of this episode. Um, I'm gonna read it right now. Do it. Caldwell, Nathan, this is a legend that must be passed on for the sake of future generations to come. Please pass this story along to your many listeners so that they may learn from it as well. I trust that you remember the legend from your childhood, so I will spare you my pointless retelling of it. The title is The Legend of Barbara, the Barbed Wire Barber. Thank you for bettering the human race with your
1: voices and drawings, Kate S. Of course, um, it's it's been so long since I heard the legend of Barbara and the barbed wire barber. I I think it's it's crazy how many of my opinions that that story shaped. Um, right, it's it's truly um, a harrowing tale. It really holds up too, is the thing. Yeah. Uh, it was it was very ahead of its time mm-hmm. for a legend because I d- I don't know when people were coming up with legends, but. Um, I just assumed it was ancient. Yeah. But there there's some there's some really good uh some really good progressive theming in there.
0: Yeah. I also like how many things it predicted.
1: Yeah. Like iPods
0: It and predicted iPods mm-hmm.
1: and of course
0: The uh oh the um, Cowboys of Moo Mesa television show.
1: It did I wow, mm-hmm. yeah. And that that's a show that I only found out later and that, that confused yeah. me because people were talking about that and I was like, Are you sure that's not that was that's from Barbara? No, that's from the legend of Barbara,
0: and you might think that like well, that's very specific. Maybe they just base the show off of the legend of Barbara, the barbed wire barber. No, full coincidence. Yeah. What's your favorite? um, Who's your favorite character in Barbara the barbed wire barber? Other than, of course, Barbara.
1: Other than, I mean, Barbara is such a well-rounded character. Mm -hmm. I I personally am a big fan of um, of Johnny Electric Fence. Okay, I like uh, wistful Tim. Like Wistful Tim. I, I did, yeah, Wistful Tim. Because he sings he, that song. Oh, yeah, he sings the, um, mm-hmm. the Wistful song. scrim
0: dim i am Wistful Tim. Have you ever had a wish? Well, I'll go fish for your cards and all that they are as I see them under the stars. I'm Wistful Tim, scrim dim Yeah, um... I because we did the the stage version of Barber yeah, the Barber Barber.
1: When when my when my dad told it to me, he like actually did a tune oh, cool. to that one. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not gonna do it now because um, you know, I, I don't wanna upstage you. It does feel weird that we do have this long legend
0: uh specifically about how you should respect barbers.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. Basically the idea being that you you never know who's secretly um, got retractable barbed wire mm-hmm. in their hands that yep. they could use. It's sort of like I think Sweeney Todd was trying to was trying to ape this story a little bit. Oh, a hundred percent. It's just it just comes up short in every mm-hmm. regard.
0: Yeah, it's just like a, a worse story because like they, they added that whole, oh, he's eating the people thing. And yeah, Barbara no. just acts purely out of spite and there's no ulterior motive, which I think is much better and cleaner.
1: Yeah, there's no there's no pie store mm-hmm. or any of yeah. that any of that nonsense. It's just, you know, it's a it's a story uh-huh. about a woman who has barbed wire right. retractable barbed wire whips that mm-hmm. she extends yes. from her hands because the the naughty boys and girls of the town are constantly fidgeting in the barber's chair. Right,
0: and they shouldn't fidget and she rewards them of course with a sip from her blue barbasol can if they're good, if they behave. Yeah, and, and you and might they... think that's bad, but no, it turns out that it was blue Gatorade <laughs> the whole time.
1: <laughs> that one that was part of the story that my parents had to explain mm-hmm. to me that they right. they, they since that that's not common practice among barbers to have uh, blue Gatorade in the barbasol and to never assume that it is Blue Gatorade, but if, if a barber does offer you to drink of mm-hmm. the of the Barbasol, you could you can trust
0: them. Yes. Well, you
1: should make sure that they drink first. Right. Always um, make sure they drink first. I mean, that's yeah. just good rule of thumb when anyone offers you a drink. What are other good barber rules? Good barber rules um have a photograph of how you want to look. That is smart. Have you ever done that? Uh yeah, because I've gotten I, I've I've gotten a good haircut from exactly one hairstylist ever. Right. And after they gave me that good haircut, I immediately took a picture of how I looked and then I brought it back the next time mm-hmm. and I was like, Make me look like how you did last time, it was good.
0: Damn it! I've always meant to do that, but then like I feel like I get there and I never have that photo
1: ready. Mm, you got to get that in your in your saved photos. You got to yeah. make a, a special album on your phone mm-hmm. just for. And again, that was that was a thing that that the the legend predicted. You said it, it predicted iPods. It predicted smartphones. Yeah, it was very weird. So they didn't call them phones. You just called them the 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 picture squares, truth stones. Yeah, yeah, the the truth stones. Yes, yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. I. I, I think there are different iterations of the story. It's, kind of, it's a regional uh, tale. Yeah, certain. it's a regional tale. So you you got the Tennessee version. I got mm-hmm. the uh, the DC metropolitan area version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a little bit more political intrigue in mine, probably, mm-hmm. and a little bit more uh, a little bit more bourbon in yours. Yeah, a little bit. There's a catfish in mine. Yeah, there's a, a whimsical catfish friend. Oh, it's a it's a terrapin. It's a terrapin mm-hmm. in mine. It's a, it's a little lovable little freshwater turtle. That would make sense.
0: Yeah, I just want to create a character that's just a real cool barber
1: because
0: there's no barbers to look up to. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we have like a shortage of barbers at all, mm-hmm. far from it. No. And it's a real cool job. Why don't we have like a Johnny Appleseed about a person that goes from town to town cutting hair, whether you want him to or not? <laughs>
1: he, just, yeah. he just... uh He went westward with the wagon trains mm-hmm. and just went from... <laughs> <laughs> went from settlement to settlement. So he'd he'd come into town and everyone would wake up the next morning clean shaven uh-huh. and styled.
0: And they thought and, that it was just, you know, the gnomes that did it before.
1: Right. And and everywhere that this barber went, everyone mm-hmm. became instantly more attractive and so the population increased because uh they, they were like, Hey, you you look pretty good with your hair all all smooth. This is crazy. The no it wasn't the gnomes.
0: I know because I didn't have to give a noma hand job, which is normally what happens after I get a free haircut. Yeah, that's
1: just the, the rules. The old West economy, a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of nomish hand jobs. Mm-hmm. I had to give a noma hand job. That's how I got this free style and look. That's how I got this sick fade. But no. The weird thing is that gnomes explode into pixie dust after you give them a hand job, so that's how they all went extinct. But they they love it so much. It's like the Rumpelstiltskin thing.
0: You mm-hmm. say a clever imp's name, they have to go away. You give a gnome pleasure of any sort, and they will just explode. They'll explode in Pixie Dust.
1: In Pixie Dust and confetti
0: and bubbles. Nathan, we gotta it's <laughs> we've made it through the Kate combo.
1: Yes. But C- there's C- still... C- C- Kate Combo <laughs> There's still much to be done though. Yeah, we've gotta pick a drawing.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to pick a drawing. We have a lot of uh, of iTunes reviews that have come in. Oh, yes. We have some great suggestions, but I think that this episode was dedicated to the cake gauntlet. So I do want to just read real quick this one from uh, Pookie123xyz, who said, I have found them, the goodest boys. Um, oh. I just want to say thank you, Pookie123xyz, for your kind words. We have some some drawing suggestions that came in through iTunes that we're going to get to next time. But uh, this has been the Kate block, and yeah. I-, I won't have any other way. It's th- this time we have been overwhelmed by hatred, and <laughs> we got to keep it Kate fabe. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but that's just how it's going to be. But now, Nathan, I think it's time for us to. Uh, I think it's time for us to settle up. It's time for us to cash in.
1: Yeah. What are you thinking? Um, I mean, I really like the idea of just drawing new. Uh, denominations of American currency for hard mode. Yeah, I feel like that would be a good drawing. It's fucking it's bonkers. simple. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of of uh, uh, narrative comics mm-hmm. and uh, a, a good old fashioned list. Boy, y- you want to buck the trend? I think that could be fun. Mm-hmm. I also really like the idea. This is not. Uh, generated by one of Kate's suggestions, but I do no. like the idea we had up top about the the true origin of the zombie virus is just coming from a, a couple sharing the coffee. I, f- I feel like that, that would fall into the hashtag relatable segment of uh of comics we'd make. Hashtag
0: such relatable. Yeah.
1: It me. It me. It me, though. Be like, literally literally me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Alas, but it me. Alas, but it me. Uh, your Snot Aliens comic is very good as well. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the cartoon chef. Oh, fuck. That one's just more of a rehashing of a, of a classic cartoon trope, but there might be a comic in there.
0: I like the angle on that one that I like is somebody specifically ordering, you know, th- there's a special lobster on the menu that mm-hmm. you order that is like a very smart lobster that will engage the chef in pranks and chicanery as the chef <laughs> tries to cook it.
1: That could be fun.
0: I think there's something fun about that.
1: Dang, I like all these ideas. Oh, God, we
0: got a lot of good ones.
1: Kate, you gave us too many good ideas. What the fuck, Kate? Every one of your your emails resulted in one good drawing idea. It was a ruse all along, Kate. Kate, See what you've done. See see what what we've done. We should have saved them. (laughs) We were fools. Yeah, we squandered them. (laughs) We squandered them. We got a good episode. But now we must choose. We must choose among our children. Winter has come and we've squandered our goofs like fools (laughs) and knaves. Um, Do you want to narrow it down to a a top two and then leave it at that? Yeah. I'm happy to
0: put my uh, snot one in the vault. Yeah. Maybe for a future redemption episode. As well as the the zombie relation one. I like that one too. That one feels like might need some... further untangling
1: right they, they didn't come from kate yeah they were not of kate
0: and and as such they are lesser
1: so yeah so of of kate's emails mm-hmm. oh i guess we didn't have a drawing idea from the legend of barbara the barbed wire barber no that was just fun that was just pure that fun. was just a fun that was just a fun little little improv prompt you gave us mm-hmm. thanks kate Thanks, Kate. That Thanks was for
0: letting us play in your sandbox.
1: I Thanks hope... for giving us a fun thing mm-hmm. to play with. I hope you like the little castles
0: and, and moats that we made in there.
1: Okay, so then so is it money plus? It, it's either money plus or it's the smart lobster menu. Item. Okay,
0: yeah, those are both fucking great.
1: Yeah, we'll uh, we'll flesh one of those out more in in not you having to listen to us do it time. No. Well, until then, God bless you and Kate. You, Nathan. Oh, you know what? There is a drawing idea from Barbara, the the barbed wire barber. It's a uh, people uh, giving gnomes blowjobs so until <laughs> Oh,
0: sure, sure, sure. Just that. Just like um, a graphic uh, NSFW erotic yeah. tale.
1: Just no, just no context. Mm-hmm. Just little known fact in the old west. Lots of gnomes got blowjobs. I think that. I mean, if you wanted
0: to tie it into something, it's like uh, that the the elf and the cobbler. Yeah. The untold story. Something like that. But anyway, we're getting off track, Nathan. We're
1: straying from Kate's grace. Sorry, one more thing. One more thing. You said elf and the cobbler, and I just love the idea of the, the cobbler elves being like Lord of the Rings Legolas elves. <laughs> They're just full size humans in, in armor who just show up and make some shoes and then... Shoot some some arrows at some orcs and leave. We shall make shoes this night. Yeah, it's just Elrond. Yeah, <laughs> it's just Mr. Anderson. <laughs> I have made you some shoes. Oh, well, you could, are you the guy from the Matrix? Yeah, that's what. That's the biggest thing in in Lord of the Rings. I wish one of the characters was just like, "Hey, wait a minute, are you the guy?" Are you the guy from the Matrix? Yeah, it's like one of the <laughs> Witch King's minions. <laughs> one of the one of the Ringwraiths. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah, one of the Ringwraiths. It's just like, yeah, oh just-
0: shit! Are you from the Matrix? I loved
1: you. Oh my god, the Ringwraiths of course love the Matrix. How how is working with Keanu Reeves? It seems great. We liked. You know, a lot of people don't like the sequels, but we actually we enjoy the whole trilogy. <laughs> like that robot fight in the third one is pretty tight. I think it holds it, up super well. It's very good. It's very good. It tells a complete story. The sequels were not unnecessary money grabs. They were good. <laughs> anyway, those shoes look really good. Nice work. This is how the Ringwraiths talk. This yeah. is they they don't they don't talk much, but the if if you go back and watch Lord of the Rings, then... Most Saudi. people don't remember, but that's it. That's 100%. <laughs> They're in the director's cut. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. New American Money, comical seafood restaurant. We got our It's going to be one of those. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kate. Thank you, Kate. Thank you, Kate, so much for giving us this gift of an episode. Have a Kate day, everyone. Yeah.
0: This has been our show, What Should We Draw? You can find the finished drawings at whatshouldwedraw.com. Um, we're a bit behind, but we are working our way through our backlog, so keep your eyes posted there mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. not stray we're, we're gonna surprise you with mm-hmm. them if you want to send us a suggestion you can do so at wswd show at gmail.com or at our twitter wswd pod i'm at caldy on twitter
1: i'm at at nathan yaffe on twitter
0: and that's about it for our show thank you all so much for listening please give us a, a review on itunes if you haven't yet that really helps the show grow leave a drawing suggestion there we've been uh plucking suggestions from that specific pool. And it's been a lot of fun. Got some good ones coming up. It's a good place to leave a suggestion. It's a good place. Uh, Apple computers, great work. Thank you so (laughs) much. (laughs) (laughs) This has been our show. Um, I got to go donate some money to the Kate Foundation. Uh, It only accepts that new shit, that new money. Plus, thank you so much for listening. I love you all. And I will see you next time. And also, Nathan. Yeah. I think, you know, we should draw.
1: That's great, Cole. I'm just going to go back to making this escargot. Wait a minute. Where'd the snail go? It's on the ceiling. Come back here. Hey. Oh, my God. They have a gun. Ah, ah! ah! my butt's on fire. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.